ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. I am your host, Sean Kuyper, with my co-hosts, Neil and Adam. How are you doing tonight, guys? I mean, that makes us feel like sidekicks, don't you think? Co-host, yeah. I like, we're just hosts. I mean, that's the way I feel about it. I mean, obviously we know where we stand in the relationship now. Right. I, 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 listen, sorry, I, does anybody else know how to control all this I always here? Listen, <laughs> does Dave LaGreca talk about his, does his technical advisor get called the, the host or co-host? So no, we can just give you they the don't technical even get, advisor. They don't even get noticed. <laughs> Sean is Unless the it's Gabby that's on the show. Well. I mean, we'll leave our thoughts. We don't have a Gabby, unfortunately. So Wes isn't with us right now. And people can't see this because we're on audio. We're on Lier. Lier. But I brought Wes a fidget toy that doesn't make, I mean, it makes a little sound. Yeah. But not much. But not much. And he can, like, squeeze it and push it. And uh, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I set myself up for that. Uh, if you're in and around the Mount Sterling area... The new Southern Shine Car Wash is open. We got free car washes yesterday because we're recording on a Sunday. This is unusual. Yeah. We we did that so we could all be here, and we're not all here. The one that we changed the schedule for is here. I, I'm here. Adam's here. I'm here every time you need me. And 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 Wes well, may show up some point during the show. He has yet to tell us that he's not going to be here. He's just not here yet. So Maybe he broke down. Maybe. Maybe he did. Why didn't y'all just take the same nursing home van here? Uh, I was visiting the kids this afternoon. Huh. Oh, they pulled you out. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I got a joke for you all. Okay. What is brown and rhymes with Snoop? Poop. Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> That is so wrong. Well, he's not wrong. <laughs> Am I going to have to cut that out? <laughs> I don't think so. Gosh. <laughs> How the heck did you come up with that one? Is that not a good one? Uh, well, it, it's a perfect dad joke. It's a better sure. idea than Magic Johnson giving blood. <laughs> do we even need to discuss that? No, like, we do not. It was like why? it. It almost makes me, if I ever have to, um, if God forbid, if I ever have to get blood, like I want somebody to ask, is that for Magic Johnson? <laughs> the the best part is, like, they put the picture on Twitter and was like, they were proud of it. Yeah, Magic Johnson giving blood, and everybody else is like, wait a minute. What they really needed was the second picture, where the guy turned around and immediately dropped it in the trash can. <laughs> Well, it was like thanks, Magic, for coming. This trash. is supposed to be like the WWE, where we forget stuff. Like you know, we're not supposed to remember about Magic's history. Well, yeah, it was just part of the storyline. He really just wanted to retire because Michael Jordan was better, but he couldn't go out without being on top. So he got HIV. What I have heard, there is a conspiracy that you know it was there was obviously such this. It could only happen to you know low income all. all so they needed a face, somebody that could stand up and be a face that was like, it's okay, you know. Like it's Teflon? Bingo. Because they haven't talked about that in ages. So I think they really wanted us just to forget about it. Yeah. Well, we haven't done our conspiracy theory show yet, so maybe that's one that can be on the show. We should probably add that one. So, 
Do we have any newsworthy stuff other than that? Is KD for BG trending yet? Not yet, but I think we're really on to something. I mean, listen, Vladimir Putin, if you're listening, or KGB or KBG or whatever you call yourself, the Kremlin, we will trade you Kevin Durant for Brittany Griner straight up, no questions asked. We're taking out the cash considerations. You can even right. swap. Even swap. Even Stevens. Basketball player for basketball player. And we'll even renounce his American nationality. He can get Russian nationality <laughs> and play for your Olympic teams. Which they went under some name last Olympics. Because yeah, they couldn't be it was Russia. like it was like the friends of the Soviet Union or something like that. Yeah, it was like the yeah. Something of the Republic. The, uh, Rep- yes, yeah. You're right. I forget what it was exactly. Yeah. The Friends of the Republic of the Soviet Union Republic. <laughs> Something like that. So, did you see that Brittany's team lost in the first round of the playoffs last night? How could they emotionally prepare to well, play in a basketball Apparently, game? half their team is either injured or arrested. Um, and the girls in the uh, press conference afterwards were all teary-eyed and said, this has really been a tough season without all of our players. Well, maybe... Maybe they shouldn't have broke the rules. There's a particular six foot eleven, yeah, ginormous woman that was missing. Yeah, it was the first time in history of the WNBA that there was two games on the same night decided by more than thirty five points. I saw that, and that's <laughs> really hard to believe, honestly. Because like, if you look at women's college basketball, even these top twenty five games will be decided sometimes by thirty five, forty points. Oh gosh! So how in the world? Do we get this where that's the first time it's ever happened? Right. Well, I think that says a lot about, even though WNBA is bad, it says a lot about how there's zero parity in women's college basketball. So all your best players are going to the NBA. And it's a relatively competitive league. It's just not very fun to watch. Well, and I mean – not to get too sidetracked, but I remember this past year in the NCAA tournament. I mean, they have 64 teams, but just by name only. Yeah. I mean, there's literally four teams, five teams that have a chance. And the, the Notre Dame went to Oklahoma and played on Oklahoma's home floor. Words are hard. Words are tough. I was going to let it slide. But Oklahoma's home floor. Oklahoma was the. Let's just call them the Sooners. The Sooners. Sooners. Let's go with the Sooners. The Sooners were the four seed. Notre Dame was the five seed, and Notre Dame beat them by fifty-six points on their home floor. Right. It was never a competition, and I'm like, so how was Notre Dame a five and the Sooners were a four? <laughs> right. Well, and if it's a year where UConn is UConn, I mean, they're going to be without a. Uh, uh, Beck Bukers, Bukers yeah. uh, this year because she's already t- tore ACL again. But so you know they're going to have somebody to replace her. I mean, she's a uber talented player, so you can't necessarily replace her. I guess you'll find people that will take her position. But when UConn's good, I say all that to say when UConn's good, the number of teams that have a legitimate chance to win the women's college basketball championship are like two, and that's UConn and the other team. Right now it's like South Carolina. Yeah. When UConn's not good, they're still one of the five or six teams that can win the win the women's college basketball tournament. So it makes sense why there's more parity in the WNBA and why they're more competitive games. So that stat you just gave isn't all that surprising because all the best players are spread out everywhere in women's college basketball. In the WNBA, they're condensed to you know twelve or fourteen teams. Right. Yeah, you're right. So thank you. Wonder why Tennessee just fell off the map. Pat, Pat Summit. Summit. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean they were they were getting bad even towards the end of her career. Well, she was she was bad. She was she, she was forgetful. Yeah, 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 and and pretty sick, right? Yep. So, anyways. We'll move on to the main course of the show. Since Wes is not here to give his fantasy updates, maybe he'll show up late to the draft. Listen, we can rag on his rag on his draft picks. <laughs> he sent us his draft he did. 
He went with the zero running back strategy. That's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Who is his best running back? Melvin Gordon, probably. Think about what you just said. Yeah. Melvin Smellulator Gordon. Somebody who is not even the majority timeshare holder w- in his own back. And it wasn't his, that wasn't his number one pick. No, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was uh, his first running back, right? Yeah. Who's in a timeshare with Ronald Jones and uh, the rookie. Um, Pacheco. Yeah. They like him an awful lot. Yeah. An awful lot. So, Wes, you might ought to have drafted a better running back. Even on his bench, he's got Daryl Henderson Jr. Does he is he even gonna play? With the Rams? Yeah. Yeah, him and Cam Akers are kinda gonna be probably fifty fifty. I don't know. I they may start fifty fifty. By the time the season's over, as long as Cam Akers stays healthy, it might be seventy five twenty five. And then James Robinson, who's coming off an Achilles injury. I mean, I'm sure he got a good value out of him if he does plan out, but I think that all rides on Travis Etienne. I do too. So he did get Aaron Rodgers as his backup quarterback, so at least he made one good pick. I mean, if you're going to pick backups, Aaron Rodgers is a good backup to have. Uh, who's his starter? Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers will never see the field other than the bye week. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers does have to play Detroit twice. And Minnesota, whose defense is worse than Detroit's. Ooh. And uh, there was a team that was ranked number 31 in the power rankings last week. Wait, are you talking about uh, – shoot. Where do they play? Um, Somewhere in Illinois. I don't know, but they looked pretty darn good the other night. Preseason. Well, I mean. But when you're a Bears fan, you'll take it whenever you can get it. <laughs> Well, we went four and zero in the preseason. <laughs> who is uh, who? Who was it that hasn't won a preseason game in like three years or something like that? Uh, Green Bay beat the Saints the Friday night, so that oh. streak is over. Oh, I was gonna wow. say at this point it might be Tampa. I watched this the other night against Tennessee, and they were terrible. I, I had no clue. Green well, twenty twenty they didn't have a preseason because COVID, but. I had no idea it had been since 2019 since Green Bay had won a preseason game. So I was watching the tail end of the, was it the Chiefs and Broncos, Chiefs and Bills last night? Anyway, the Chiefs and Uh, somebody. Chiefs and Commanders. Was it the Commanders? Yes. Okay. Shows how much attention I was paying. They they zoomed it in on Andy Reid popping his gum on the sideline. And the first thing that caught my eye was one of the assistant coaches has his coach's polo. With a pocket in the front that he has his like play sheets stuffed into, which I thought was super cool. But then they got to talking about, um, I don't know where I was going with this story. Um, what did we talk about before I said Kansas City? Uh, losing streaks, winning streaks in the preseason? Maybe. So let's just forget all that. <laughs> you can leave it in here. But I had a point for that. I may think of it at some point. Okay. So don't cut it out. Okay. But yeah. So going on. Well, speaking of Tampa Bay, old uh, Kyle Trask has looked really good, a lot better than Blaine Gabbert. And I know it's preseason, I mean, and it's Blaine Gabbert. Well, but they have him ranked higher. I know where my story was going. Okay. We're back. We're back. So they talked about how many players they had to waive each week. And like this week after week two, it's like five. And then next week it's like 27 players. Yeah, because they got to get down to what, 53? 53. 53. That's ridiculous. Can you imagine that you've stayed with the team all like you might have even been signed before training camp. All workouts, all OTAs, all training camp. Three preseason games for them to be like, eh, sorry. Well, a lot of those players will turn right around and go to the practice squad, though. So you get what ten players on the practice squad? Is that still I, what it I, is? Honestly, I don't know what the what that like, number is. Do you watch Hard Knocks at all? A few times I have. So I mean, on Hard Knocks, like even when they cut these players, they'll tell them like, "Hey, we're hoping you clear waivers." 
and we'll bring you back on the practice squad. But if they don't clear waivers, obviously practice squad's eliminated. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, I thought I, I thought that was super. I, I always knew it was a lot of players. Yeah. But so it's like three or four the first week, four or five the second week, and like twenty seven the last week. I, I think they start at ninety three, right? Ninety three is, is to it, ninety, ninety to eighty five, and then eighty five to fifty three. Wow, that's a lot of players. And all of a sudden, in one big week, because I guess you don't want your starters to go down last preseason right. game. Well, and because now that there's only three, you have your your teams decide which game their ones are going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's week two, sometimes it's week three. Well, and Mahomes has played in both games so far for the Chiefs. He's got to get used to those new weapons. Well, he seems to be having better luck than Aaron. Aaron calling his guys out. Fifth, he hit 13 or 15 different receivers last night, Patrick Mahomes did. Which makes the Kansas City receiving core non-fantasy relevant. If their name is not Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. And if they're going to run uh, – if they're going to run three running backs, going to be the same way with that. So – Andy Reid's time in Kansas City is about done. Well, with that being said, that's a pretty good segue into the main show. So over the last couple of weeks, we have done the NCAA college football preview show, and then last week we did the NFL preview show. The one thing that we didn't do on those two shows was kind of lead people to believe where our minds were as far as picks go. And it was really hard to leave our picks out of those two shows. It was, and I think if we do it again next year, we should probably stretch the shows out a little bit longer like our original plan was. It was that was a lot of college football to try to stretch into one show, and it's a lot of pro. So next year we'll probably make it a little bit more of a couple of shows of college football and have a college football prediction at the end of that and then through the NFL and AFC and NFC and a prediction at the end of one of those shows and do it that way because I think I think it gives us more of a validity to that part of it. You know, if we can make the predictions that way, kind of makes it all make a little more sense. So today we're going to do the prediction show. Uh, we're going to pick the conference winners and a wild card in the uh, college football just in the big the big five conferences. We're going to pick the four teams we think will be in the college football playoff and then the two teams in the championship with the championship winner and then the Heisman Trophy winner as well. We're going to pick the NFC division winners, the AFC division winners, the seven teams for the NFC playoffs in no particular order. I mean, I kind of put mine in order, but you have to kind of really understand how it can work because – same team from the same division can't be three and four, and they, you know, because the division winners go one through four. So, and then AFC will pick the Super Bowl, and then the MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, and the Defensive Rookie of the Year. So, uh, we're going to do our three picks for sure. If Wes gets his sent over to us here in the next little bit, we'll we'll read out his. If not, we will uh, let everybody know those picks because I think this should be a competition. And I, I think maybe this could be kind of an ongoing thing, you know, with we'll just uh, multiply college basketball and NBA on top of that and just keep it right on going. What do you guys think? Sounds good. So I, I wouldn't even mind. Like a like, standings type thing? Yeah, like standings and maybe – Every week during football season, just pick like three or four games, college and pro, and pick them. At the I end think of the show. that would be a really good. We could, we could have, uh, we could pick two college, two pro, yep, two Saturday, two Sunday, and then our tiebreaker could even be either the Sunday night game or the Monday night game. I like it. I like it. So, like, what kind of prize could it be? You've already bought us breakfast, so I don't know what can top that. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Even though that breakfast cost me $90, $95, it was the greatest $95 I ever spent 
because we got to meet Tony the Muscle Martin and Phantom. No doubt. It's Which, not every day you see that. I'm no. telling you, folks, if you all are not following us on TikTok and seeing what's going on in Southern Indiana Regional Wrestling, you're missing out. Oh, I'm, I think it's huge. I, I told you the other day when we were talking, if people are not listening to our podcast and watching our social medias, then they don't want to have a good time. No. Nope. Because nobody have we talked to that listens to it doesn't enjoy it. And people that see our TikToks, especially the newest ones with the uh, Southern Indiana wrestling, they're they're dying. I mean, it is really funny stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're just missing out if you're not taking part of it. So, and we digress. With that being said, do do you have your sheet, or do you, it's just all in your hand? Okay. Have to try to get that written down somewhere so I can keep up with this. So um, let's go at the top. Who's your winner for the SEC? Kentucky. No, I'm kidding. Solid pick. <laughs> that's a joke. That's, Moving that, on. It is on. It is on. <laughs> it is recorded. I that was is just an automatic loss. I was just. I thought I was being West just oh, now. So Sorry. So West probably really does have Kentucky because he digre- he just absolutely inhales everything Matt Jones says. <laughs> Ugh, gross. I think this year in the SEC, and I would be I would be surprised if you two aren't in agreement. I think this is the Alabama Revenge Tour, and I feel bad for all thirteen teams, twelve teams, how many every game. I feel bad for all of them. So Alabama. Runs the table and wins the SEC. As much as it hurts my heart, I'm, I'm the same way. I I think um, losing in that national championship game last year is is, is not something that uh, Nick Saban is going to be proud of. And I think that um, what's their quarterback's name? <laughs> Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah, it just went out of my head. I think he's going to have a, a really good year, and I think he's he's going to be ready to wreck. So I was talking last night at the Wreck Bowl here in Mount Sterling with some people. We got talking about college football because it's coming up. And I was like, guys, I think Alabama is head and shoulders above anybody because Nick Saban never claps back at anybody when they talk smack. Jimbo Fisher talked smack. Very next day, Nick Saban was like, well, it's true. You pay for your players and all this and that. And I'm like, if he's talking, he knows he's got a squad. Yeah. So I'm going Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I feel like Alabama this year was the same way I felt about Georgia last year. I felt Georgia was head and shoulders better than a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, surprise. And I- you were on Georgia early. You really were yeah. because I remember that we bet Clemson versus Georgia the first game of the season and – you know, Georgia never looked back. Well, and I think there's a trend going here, Adam. Sean needs to st- Sean needs gambling's to stop not. Gambling. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm not a good gambler. That's why I don't. That's why I don't do it. Sean, have you ever won a bet? I mean, I have. I think I'll tell you that story one day when it's not on air. I think Georgia hot take could potentially lose two conference games. Wow. Hmm. I'd have to pull up the Georgia schedule. I know. Are you counting Kentucky as one of them? I am not. Wow. I do think that's a possibility, though. I don't. I mm. think Georgia's defense is still just yeah. So, ACC is up next. I'm going to go with the oh, Wolfpack of wow. NC State. Nice. I'm looking for a bounce back year with Clemson and DJ Ukulele. I was this close, and it, I know you can't see it, but it's really close to picking NC State because of their quarterback. But when your quarterback's name is DJ Ukulele, how can you go against it? I went Clemson. How is his name really pronounced? Uwagalele. Ukulele. Yeah. So, I, I, I too think Clemson's going to bounce back. Uh, I think Clemson's going to be much improved. Um, I just – Figured everybody else was going Clemson, so I went NC State on that pick. Mm-hmm. Got to gain some points somewhere, right? Uh, Big Ten. 
Is it me going first every time? Okay, fine. Might as well. All right. Keep the trend you going. You started the trend. Here. I did. So, the Ohio State, I, you know, I think that they are out to prove a point. Ryan Day got embarrassed by Jim Harbaugh. And I think they're going to show the Big Ten, listen, Daddy still sits here. Yeah. This is the, this is Daddy's conference. So, I go with the Ohio State. How much does losing their running back going to cost them? None. None? That's, he was their starting running back, right? Uh, yeah, and that's Ohio State. Yeah. Well, it didn't really affect my pick either. I picked Ohio State as well. <laughs> yeah. Because of everything that you just said. One – I don't think Michigan's got it in them to pull it off two years in a row. I don't th- I don't think Mel Tucker is ready yet. To me, Wisconsin's probably the closest competition, but they never seem to have enough to get over. They're going to have a really good offensive line, though. Yeah. Oh, and Iowa will be good that. too. So. I assume you're going with Ohio State? 100% Ohio State. And I think Michigan State's probably the second best instead of Wisconsin. I like Mel Tucker. I, I do, too. I think it's going to be a big loss for them, though, with Ken Walker. And that last year, that's all they did was run the ball. But before Ken Walker became Ken Walker that he did last year, like people, there was question marks around him. There's like, we don't know if this guy's going to fit. We don't know how he's going to run. And then he just came in and I mean Mel Tucker offered the guy with the sight unseen. Yeah. Wow. So he had faith in him. Yeah, Mel Tucker just bought in. Well, he turned him into a first round draft pick and <laughs> for Seattle. Yep. All right. So next up is Pac twelve. USC. Uh I mean, just based off what they've done this offseason, Lincoln Riley and his his Trolley of boys that he brought in, I think they're gonna they're they're gonna be the team to beat in the out, out west. What is it? Lee Corso says not so not fast. so fast, my friend. I'm going with Utah. Okay, Utah has done nothing but prove that they're the team to beat in the Pac-12, and until somebody beats them, they're the team to beat. So Utah is rising really fast in Sean's rankings of favorite college football teams. Right, he's literally talked about them since. You all didn't pick them on the even before that though draft show. Even before that, he was talking about them. My my Utah Utes hat has not arrived yet. So with Kyle Whittingham, I'm going with USC. It might start out ugly, but at the end of the time, those guys will get it right. Yeah, Yeah. Big Twelve, Texas. Wow. I think their last year, because I, I do think this is going to be their last year. I think they come on over to the SEC next year. Uh, I think they're going to go out on top, and I think uh, I think Ewers is going to prove that he's a legitimate quarterback. And even though the arch is coming in, hey, I'm still here. You're going to have to legitimately beat me for this position. And Steve Steve Sarkeesian knows that his job's on the line. No doubt, I, I like that pick, but I think. I'm a man, and the Oklahoma State Cowboys, he's mad because they're leaving, and he's going to make sure that they do leave this year. They ain't leaving with the chip. He's going to make sure of that. I think this is the year that Oklahoma State wins that Big 12 title. So Oklahoma's won like 14 in a row. I'm one of those guys that I'm like, until they stop winning, prove to me somebody else can win. I think this year somebody else wins. I went with Oklahoma State. Wow. That's impressive. So, now, the wild card. Who's the team that could be the dark horse, the wild card, the the team that no one expects to be there gets into that college football playoff? So you're not we're, we're not talking about the number 5 team. We're talking about a team that could surprise everybody. Yes. I'm going to go with, this is going to hurt me to say it, the University of Tennessee, Hendon Hooker. Whoa! You have got to be kidding me. I've been singing Hendon Hooker's praises, so my dark horse should not surprise you that it's Tennessee. That's that's surprising. He's a, he's a fringe Heisman Trophy winner. 31 touchdowns and three interceptions last year in a new system. And, wow. they, and they've already been disrespected by not making the preseason top 25. Yes. 
Well, my wild card is USC. Because they started the season as a preseason rank, rank 37. They've already jumped up into the teens and they haven't even played a game. Lincoln Riley, I think we'll have them ready to go. And I think that if the cards fall right, they most certainly can. Like If they win the Pac-12 with one loss, 11-1. they're in the college football playoff just because of who they are and it's Lincoln Riley. Agreed. Yep. But if they have two or more losses, they're, I don't, they're not making it. Yep. it. It just won't happen. Because you still, I mean, we don't really have a place for Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's going to have something to say about this as well. And when I told you the two conference losses, I think Tennessee beats Georgia. I can see it. And Alabama, do they play Alabama? They do not. It's so going to all depend on. So that. who's the other one? They it would be it would be in the conference championship. I, I oh, I got, you. Loss. I got you. I got you. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah okay. I wasn't thinking that either. Yeah, very good. So college football playoff on the paper, I've got it as the one seed, four seed, two seed, three seed. So who's going to be your one seed? Playing Alabama. the four seed. Alabama, head and shoulders, one seed. Uh, I think they're going to play USC as the four. Okay. Uh, and I have Alabama winning that. Okay. I've got Alabama as the one seed as well, but i got them as Clemson as the four seed, uh, Alabama winning that. i got Alabama as the one seed playing Oklahoma State, the four seed. Okay. Alabama win. All right. I got the Ohio State as the two seed. Texas as the three, Ohio State beating Texas to set up a, an Alabama Ohio State National Championship game. Okay, I have Georgia as the two seed, and I have Ohio State as the three seed, and I have Georgia winning that game. I have Ohio State as the two, Clemson as the three, Ohio State winning, and we get Alabama Ohio State. So we're all three in agreements that we're Ohio State, Alabama? No, I've got Alabama and Georgia. Oh, wow. And I've got Alabama beating them in the rematch. I think it's just the perfect way for it to to happen. I could totally see it being Ohio State and Alabama, which, to be honest with you, to see the two top Heisman candidates go against each other, I think it would be a fun game to watch for sure. Who do you have winning? Alabama. I've got Alabama winning the championship. I don't think anybody's going to beat them this year. Just for everything that we have said, I, you know I hate Alabama. But there are just certain times that Alabama just feels like they're going to win. And this just is one of those years it feels like Alabama wins. If somebody beats them this year, it's going to take one heck of a performance. I can tell you that. I think the playoff committee is going to try every way in the world not to have two SEC teams play each other in the national championship game, which is why I don't have Georgia going there. One, I think they're going to lose two games anyway. But <clears throat> I think C.J. Stroud has a better year, but I think when the chips are down and it's in the national championship game, I think I think Ohio State's the closest team talent-wise to Alabama this year, but I think Alabama's too much. I think Alabama beats Ohio State in the national championship game. So I also have Alabama over Ohio State. Yeah. So with that being said, who's your Heisman Trophy winner? C.J. Stroud. Me too. Me three. Because I don't think they'll give it to Bryce Young two years in a row. I think Bryce Young's stats will be better this year than they were last year. But like you said, he won the Heisman last year, so no way he wins back-to-back. Yeah. Hendon Hooker's the dark horse. I can agree with that. Mm. Well. <laughs> Adam will die if Will Levis winds up in New York. Will Levis won't be considered a first-round pick at the end of this season. Ooh. That's a hot take That's for you. That's a hot take. Yeah. Because, there's. I mean, we've talked on this show that there could be upwards of 10 quarterbacks yep. taken in the first round. You're, you're going to see how much Wondell Robinson meant to him last year. They got they got some pretty good replacements, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, Dane Key's one of them. He's a freshman. There's going to be freshman mistakes. Well, we got we got the kid from Virginia Tech too. Who cares? Who cared about Wondell Robinson when he came? Wondell was a gadget player, though. Like you can line him up anywhere, get him in space, he'll go. The biggest thing that's going to hurt Kentucky is they're going to be without Chris Rodriguez for the first three games. Suspended, right? Was it three? I saw four. 
Is it four? Okay. They're well, going to gonna be without him September, I think. Yeah, I think it, the Florida game is the biggest one I think he's missing. Yeah. So, speaking of Wandell, apparently he is, like, killing it in oh, yeah. preseason and is probably going to wind up being pretty valuable in fantasy because uh, – He's already running with the ones. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Brian Dable is spoke nothing but gla- glaring uh, things about him, which leads you to believe – how much time do they give old Danny Dimes before they maybe try to make a move for Garoppolo? I don't I don't think they make I think they go right in with the Seahawks and I think they want to be as bad as possible. Man, I don't know. I mean, they already came out and said they're not picking up his fifth year option. Right. Yeah. So they know this so is he's it gotta, for him. He's gotta earn it, right? Yep. Or, well uh, well can they keep him on the? No, he has. To, they had had to have signed it now, right? Before, season. because at the end of the year he's a free agent. Yep. Yeah. He's not a terrible quarterback. I just don't think he's ever really had an opportunity. He has flashes of being a really good quarterback. Saquon's been hurt almost the entire time that he's been there. Wide receivers hurt constantly. He's never played with – he has never in his four – or three years to this – it's three at this point, right? This is year four. Uh, no, this will be year five. Well, right, then, because would, it's a fifth-year option that they had to pick up on him. But you said they didn't pick that up on him. Right. So this is – you've got to pick up the fifth-year option before the start of the fourth season. So this will be his fourth year? Yes. Okay. In that entire time, he has yet to play one game. One game. With a, the starting lineup healthy, wide receivers, O line, tight end, never, he's never done it. Do you know who Daniel Jones reminds me of? A better version, and not much better, but a better version of Ryan Tannehill. He's going to be a guy that's eventually going to catch on with the team and be really good. And be like, oh, he's athletic. That's the guy that yeah. they thought they drafted. I yeah, mean, because because really you look you look you look at Tannehill. This is the version the Dolphins thought they drafted, the Tannehill that's in Tennessee right now. Right. It just wasn't going to work in Miami. Same thing with same thing with Daniel Jones. You know, maybe he ends up in Chicago. Maybe he ends up in Houston. Who, who knows? But wherever he gets another opportunity, I hope he makes the most of it because I think he does have a he does have a career in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just one of the, when you constantly are churning over head coaches, offensive. Uh, co- uh, offense coaches, your offense is, uh, that you play with is never healthy. I mean, that has to wear on you. And even him, he hasn't been healthy the entire time. With all the negative things we say about the Raiders and the Cowboys, the Giants are one of the most poorly ran franchises in all of professional sports. Yeah. And I think they may have it right with the head coach and the new uh, general manager this time. I really do. The, the yeah. New York Knicks are close second. Yeah. But – Gosh, the New York Knicks are terrible. <laughs> they might be the worst run team in sports. Right. That's like where athletes and players go, their careers go to die. Yeah. Did Not to get on uh, NBA, but did you see that it was it you that sent that out that Brunson and Randall and, and one of the other guys <laughs> yes. played in a pickup game and they lost on the streets of New York? Yeah. To, to, to like non pro yeah. players? It was like a pro am event, like all these NBA players go to. It was. Randall, Brunson, and Mitchell Robinson, I think, were three pros, the only three pros, and they lost to a team of people that work a nine-to-five job. Yep. Awkward. Moving on to the NFL. All right, so (laughs) NFC division winners, NFC West. Do I have to pick a winner? No. I mean, that winner's clear-cut. It's the Rams. The Rams are head and shoulders better than every other team in that league. Yeah, I've got the Rams as well. I also have the Rams. Yep. Uh, NFC South, your home division. My home division. I'm going to go with Tampa. Um, They have some issues right now with the offensive line. They've had three offensive linemen go down since training camp started. All three were going to be starters. Jensen's out for probably the whole year. Uh, Wharf's left practice the other day. With an oblique injury, uh, and then they had one carted off last night. 
Uh, ACL and MCL was the report. Is, is that what it was? Okay. Ow. So uh, and then you got then you got Tom Brady who is gone right now. I think on the mass singer that it's yet to be determined. He'll be back shortly because uh, Todd Bowles said today that he'll be back soon. All that being said, too much talent still left on the team. Tampa wins the South. I think we know why that uh, Trey's been trying to trade Leonard Fournette so bad because he's not going to have an O-line to run behind, and Tom Brady's going to die on the field because he ain't fast enough to run away from him. He'll still be okay. That that being said, he's kind of one of those guys that you just don't pick against him, and as much as I hate it, I'm, I pick the Bucks to win that division as well. I will argue – Even without Brady, the Bucks still have the most talent in the NFC South. So the Saints are a close second yeah. right now. I don't know how well they're gonna, how well things are gonna work out for them. But with or without Brady, with or without O lineman, I think they're still the best team in the South. I came real close to picking the Saints because I I think that Jameis Winston is figuring it out, and I think he'll have a really good year this year. I think Jameis under Sean Payton was figuring it out. I don't think – I think we see Jameis take a step back this year, and I don't think anybody other than Tampa wins that division. Yeah. NFC North. Who's in the North? The Packers. Oh. Just go ahead and pick them. Oh, the Packers. That's the oh. Packers and everybody else. The Packers and everybody else. Uh, the Lions, Tigers, I was going to say, Sean's probably going to take – his his boy Dan Campbell, uh, but I'm going to go with Green Bay because that's what Gr- Green Bay does. What Green Bay is going to do, they're going to go about 13 and four, and then lose in the second week of the playoffs. So I'm going with Green Bay. I did not go with Dan Campbell, but I'm going with the Vikings for the upset in the North. I'm not picking the Packers because I don't believe in them this year. I'm picking the Packers. Because they still got number 12 at quarterback. He can't catch his own passes. Eh, he don't need to. They got two studs in the backfield. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. A guy with the nickname Quadzilla. <laughs> He's really good. And the East. I don't even want to pick a winner in this in this division. This is gross. I think this is the easiest pick in the whole. It's the Philadelphia whole. Eagles. Yep. 100%. I, I mean, we'll probably all be wrong. The, It'll probably wind up being the freaking commanders or something like the that. The East but. is the East and the West are potentially two, like two of the three worst divisions in. But it absolutely is one thousand percent on Jalen Hurts. Yep. If he goes down, they ain't got a chance. They don't. You don't believe in Gardner? Manchu. Manchu could bring the jorts to Philadelphia. Maybe. I don't I don't I don't think so. Minchu Mania. All right. AFC division winners, the West. I am going with the Chargers. I too am going with the Chargers. I'm also going with the Chargers. So is that more faith in Herbert or have we lost faith with the Chiefs since Hill is gone? Uh, I think the Chargers have a better team overall. I think Herbert has a better team around him. I agree. Yeah, the the, the increase in the defense has is, is helped. All right, so AFC South. That's the Colts, yeah. Texas division. I know a lot of people don't like to remember that division, but it does exist. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts winning the division. I, I don't think there's another team that can. The Titans would be the closest, but – I think the A.J. Brown loss is going to weigh heavily on that. I also went with the Colts. Too much firepower on offense. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Ryan's got a good fit there. Uh, how about the North? Man, the North, the best division in football. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. I also went with the Ravens, but I think the Steelers could make a claim for it if they play Kenny Pickett at quarterback. So you both forgot who won the division last year. Did not. The Cincinnati Bengals. It was a fluke. Uh, was it? It was. They still got Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. I went with them. They're, they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, I went with the Bengals. All right. And then the East. 
Is there anybody <laughs> right. talking about other it's the Buffalo Bills? Bills. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It has to be the Bills for sure. All right. NFC playoffs. Um, Do you want to talk about our four division winners or just the other three? I've got all seven listed on my sheet. Well, I do too, but, I mean, we just talked about the four division winners. They're obviously making playoffs. That's true. Uh, Rams, Eagles, Bucks, Vikings on mine. Uh, You had the Rams, Eagles, Bucks, and Packers. Uh, Both of you all did, right? Yep. So the only difference in all of that is my Vikings pick. (laughs) Yep. I like it. All right. Um, so who's your five through six then, Neil? Who's the five. other the other three teams? Five, making six, the, and seven. Yeah, instead of five through six. <laughs> Math is hard. <laughs> Numbers are hard. You said what? Who's your five through six? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, five point one is five, six, and seven. I'm gonna go with the Vikings, the Cardinals, and really, there's nobody else any good. So I'm gonna throw the Cowboys in there. Okay. I've got the Niners, the Packers, and the Saints. I've got the Cowboys, Cardinals, 49ers. So you got three teams coming out of NFC West. Again? Yep. That's what it was last year. Yep. Yeah. I got a little bit of faith in the Saints there. I don't know. So. Oh, I think the, I think the Saints are going to be good. Yeah. I think what Adam keyed in on with uh, – Sean Payton not being there, I think, and I think it's going to take them a year to figure things out. The only reason I say anything different is because I saw an interview recently with old famous Jameis, and apparently his relationship with with Dennis Allen was above and beyond any other coach on the coaching staff, and he is extremely pleased with Dennis Allen being named the head coach. That's the only reason that I said anything otherwise. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, and, and it could be all a farce. I, I don't know. This is, this is all like a guess anyways. I have long said. I mean, Stafford could go down tomorrow and the Rams are nothing. So uh, That elbow issue is more serious than what they're leading people on to believe, too. But I think the Rams are built to handle Stafford going down. I think their running game's good. Their defense is good. Who's their backup quarterback? Walford. John Walford. Yeah. He won a game last year. So, uh, <laughs> and I think, I personally think once you get past the top four teams in, in the NFC, and that's throwing Philadelphia in there, I think once you get past the Rams, the Bucks. And the Packers, it's a crapshoot with everybody else. I think the NFC winner comes out of those three, me personally. You don't think the Eagles can pull it off? I think they could. I don't think they will. Yeah. I think I think what gets the Eagles every year will get the Eagles again this year, and I think that's the injury bug. Not to interrupt our great NFL discussion, but do we, you have a breaking news button you can hit? U.S. Ambassador to Russia, Dennis Rodman. I'm just kidding. He's not the U.S. Ambassador to Russia. (laughs) But he's going to Russia to try to get Brittany Griner released from prison. Dennis, if you're listening. Take KD with you. We've got an offer on the table. (laughs) KD for BG. We do. And to be honest with you, we'll let you keep Rodman too. (laughs) I don't know that North Korea is going to let them keep Rodman. North Korea probably has something to say about They're that. They're pretty tight. <laughs> Good grief. All right. AFC, um, let's see. Bills, Chargers, Ravens, Colts for me and Neil. And you you had the Bengals, right? Yep. So in, in our top four seeds, the only thing that we had different was the NFC North or the AFC North. Yeah. So we and, had and we, so we, we I had, had the Baltimore's. Vikings. No, we're, he, we're 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 the other conference. I know. Now. I'm just saying. And overall, oh. in all of the top four seeds, division winners, I picked the Vikings different from you two, and he picked the Bengals different from me and you. Yep. And that was it. So I think that. So goes the to points show you. are all going to be in the bottom three teams. 
There's I think, no parody. Well, I was going to say, right now, it, it's very much top-heavy. Yeah. yeah. So the other three teams that I have, well, you, you go. Who's the other three you have? I have the Bengals. Yeah. I have the Chiefs. Yeah. And I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. I have the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Broncos. I have the Ravens, since I had the Bengals winning, the Chiefs, and the Las Vegas Raiders. So, again, so I've got the Broncos, you all have got the Raiders. So, not a lot of difference for points to be made in any of this. That's really funny. And then Wes is going to come with some off-the-wall right. picks, probably. He's going to pick he's the gonna have Texas. He's going to Jackson have Kentucky winning the, the North. Uh, Tennessee <laughs> Titans. I would say he has the Titans winning because of Derrick Henry. He probably, has, uh, he probably believes in Belichick and Mac Jones. I could see that. I, I, I'd almost... I'd almost pick the Dolphins to finish above the Patriots this year. I don't no. think the Dolphins do. I think it goes I think it goes Buffalo, New England, Miami. Did you see Tua playing imaginary football yesterday? And he was he was dropping dimes on those guys out there. I saw Russell Wilson did go you, through imaginary you, plays while he was hurt with his hand and it didn't did lead you, to did wins. you see did you see what I was talking about? No. Before the game out there yesterday, Tua was literally on the field snapping the ball, doing his progressions and his reads, and you could see him, like, talking himself through it. Like, I mean, he's putting the work in. I think he's bound and determined to prove that it, that he wants to play. I, I'm kind of rooting for him, to be honest with you. I don't – they can't win the East, but I'm, I'm rooting for him for sure. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Super Bowl. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Buffalo. And I hate doing this. I don't want to. But I'm going to go with Tampa. Buffalo and Tampa in the Super Bowl. And who's winning it? Buffalo. Okay. I've got the Rams and the Bills. And I have the Bills winning it. I have the Rams and the Bills. And I have the Bills winning <laughs> So, Josh Allen, sorry, we have jinxed you. We have, yeah. This is the Madden curse. Who is your MVP? Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. I've went back and forth. I think it's going to be, surprisingly enough, I had his name written down, the uh, rookie wide receiver for the Jets. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Garrett Wilson. I went with the other rookie for the Jets and Brees Hall. I also went Brees Hall. Good God. We're like one mind, Adam. We really are. And then uh, defensive rookie of the year. Aiden Hutchinson. (laughs) Yeah, that's who I got. That's who I got. And and I'm, he's he has to be the crowd favorite too, right? Yeah. I mean, after the Billy Jean performance on Hard Knocks, how could he not be? Let me, let me tell you, the Detroit Lions will be a good a feel good story this year. I really believe that, and I think they're a five hundred esque team. This I hope year. so. The yeah. city deserves it. Yeah, and. I think if you see Dan Campbell make that progression from the four wins last year to in the neighborhood of eight to nine wins this year, it buys him more time, right? Because I don't think he's on the hot seat, to be honest with you. I think they I think they were satisfied with what he was able to do last year. Because they were competitive. It's been a long time since lines have competed. Yeah, I mean – they theoretically they were close to 500 last year if they don't get last second field goals and they were some bad calls in a couple of those games but like Justin Tucker hitting a 65 yard field goal that bounces off the freaking goalpost and goes in NFL record 65 yeah. yard field goal yeah i mean only a team with bad luck has that happened to them i don't know if you all thought about this though i've been thinking about it and this is kind of off the cuff we haven't prepared adequately who do you think is the offensive player of the year? Well, I mean, that w- that would be Josh Allen, too. So, normally, they give, like, top two guys, they'll split that. They'll give one the MVP and one offensive right. player of the year. I would say Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. 
Yeah, I could I could see that. And, and that would, would make a lot of sense since the Vikings are winning the North. Who would you put as your defensive player of the year? TJ Watt. You as a repeat? Yeah. Um shoot. What's his face with the Rams? Aaron Donald. Donald. Yeah. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is a uh is a good pick. I'm gonna go with a guy who just won defensive rookie of the year. Say that again. I'm gonna go with the guy who won defensive rookie of the year last year in Micah Parsons. I'm a big fan of Micah, for sure. I hate that Micah plays in Dallas, but some things can't be helped. I mean, Micah Parsons was one of the reasons why I thought about being a Cowboys fan last year until they started losing again, and it, I was like, oh, never mind. Is Christian McCaffrey the comeback player of the year? Yes. Agreed. Well, everybody in the fantasy world seems to believe so because he's going number one or number two on the draft board still. But it's because they're being so much better with how they're handling him in practice. Like, they're not giving him everyday work. 50 carries in practice plus a game. Right. Like yeah. they're giving him off days. He's not doing back to back. Well, and he talked about changing a lot of his workout regimen, his diet. I mean, like he 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 made a lot of changes on the personal side. Even though last year's injury was a fluke injury, you know, I mean somebody fell on his ankle and it just never got better. But maybe that's kind of what part of that whole change is, is maybe he didn't have a very good diet and maybe he didn't heal very good. Maybe so. he didn't drink enough milk. Maybe he didn't have enough avocado vodka. Seemed to work for Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Okay. I'll take your word for that. I've never heard of that one. Oh, that was the whole, when they were having the yacht parade through Tampa when they won the Super Bowl. And he pitched the Super Bowl, Super Bowl trophy from one... From one boat to the next, he was he was inebriated with avocado vodka. Do you know that the Lombardi family demanded an apology from him for the, for that? No, I didn't know that. Like, talked about how he disgraced the trophy. I was like, oh, you mean when Gronk went and used it as a bat in a pit in a in a in a pitching cage that. And it didn't the trophy that wasn't disgracing the trophy. Why? 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 Well, speaking of Tom Brady, what about the news that broke last night from Dana White? Didn't hear it. Are what? you serious? Serious. Did not hear it. This so, is breaking news now too. So Holy cow! They done like you know. It just how, proves uh, to you that he doesn't read the stuff that we said. Right. You know how you have ESPN done the football with the Manning brothers. Yes. So UFC debuted something last night called UFC with the Gronks. It was Gronk and his brothers. Okay. Dana White was one of the guests during this live UFC event. And Dana White said that he had a deal done. Well, but Gronk Gronk is the one. Gronk brought it up and Dana White said, I swore I would never say anything to it uh, about this. But since Gronk brought it up, he said he had a deal done in Las Vegas for Tom Brady and Gronk to go be Raiders, and John Gruden blew it up the last minute. And said I don't want him. Really? Before they went to Tampa and won the world, uh, won the Super Bowl. Wow. And Dana White just laughed and he was like, "Man, I, like Sean said, he said I'll, I thought I'd never talk about this publicly, but since you brought it up, that's fantastic." Yeah. So. And then the but Tom Brady doesn't win a Super Bowl with the Raiders. No. And there's, there was an interview that came back out today. Uh, it was Draymond Green. I think it's called I Am Athlete or something. They're sitting around the barbershop. Maybe it's called the barbershop, the Kevin Durant one. And Tom Brady was a guest the same year he signed with Tampa. And Tom Brady's talking. He's like, well, there was one team this whole time. They're into me. They're into me. And then right at the last second, they pulled out. And Tom Brady said, I was thinking, you chose that effing guy over me? So now that guy has to be Derek Carr. Right. Yeah. I mean, according to what Dana White said, he was already, like, Tom Brady was already looking at houses. Yeah. Like, it was that close to being done. Wow. And, I mean, we always heard that there was another team, and we always heard that Tom Brady was mad because they chose somebody else, but 
Everybody thought it was because Miami chose Tua over, but it wasn't him. It was Los Angeles. It was Oakland. And you talk about changing the trajectory of two teams completely. Yeah. Like I said, the Raiders probably don't win the Super Bowl, but they might have. Yeah. I mean. Well, Tampa definitely wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. Well, no. Tampa's still doesn't. We probably have dead-armed Phillip Rivers as a quarterback. I would say that's fair because he signed with the Colts after Tom Brady signed with the Bucks. I mean, because that was the rumor was that yeah was that Philip Rivers was going was going to sign uh, with in 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 Tampa. Yeah, because I mean they let they let Jameis walk. Right. Bruce Arians said, "If we can win with that guy who threw thirty interceptions, we can win with a better quarterback." Yeah, I mean that was like it was. Breaking news, but it wasn't like gigantic news, but <laughs> pretty big, pretty big news. Uh, of course, you know, leave it to Gruden to, to screw something up like that. Well, and I think I don't think he wanted to put up with Tom Brady. To be honest with you, I would tend to agree. Gruden's ego can't handle Tom Brady. Right, it was an ego thing. Yep. Um, I think Jameis Winston. We've talked about him a lot on this show. I think Jameis Winston, who's in a contract year this year could be the next quarterback in Tampa. He's familiar with the system. Uh, they got they got the pieces around him. I think you are right. I think he is starting to figure it out. I think he I think he could go back to Tampa where he was drafted. Uh, give give Kyle Trask another couple years, and they have all their pieces signed for three years. They signed all their pieces to three year deals. Tom Brady's not playing three years. Did he just do one year? With uh, the Saints this year? Yes. So, yeah, he's got everything to play for. Yep. Yeah, where he got hurt last year, the Saints kind of gave him a prove-it deal. Yep. Yeah. Well, if he goes out and proves it, they're probably not going to let him walk. Depends on how much money he wants. Yeah. And we've seen in the NFL, if you wait on quarterbacks, it gets more expensive by the day. Yep. That's true. The, the The thing about it is they don't have anybody to take his place. I mean, Ian Book isn't the answer. So, I guess it would come down to the general manager and the head coach wanting to know, do we want to – because if, if Jameis comes out playing well, you would assume they would try to lock him up in season. Uh, if they don't, it's, you know, do you want Jameis Winston or do we want to try to position ourselves to get one of these quarterbacks in the draft? Yeah. I'd say the draft this year, with the potential of up to ten quarterbacks go, and I, and I, that sounds crazy to even say that, but there could be ten quarterbacks in the first round. You know, it's a long way off, and I know it's a Thursday night, but I think it'd be really cool if we we uh, played around with the idea of doing a a live reaction show on the first night of the draft. Like a Facebook Live or a TikTok Live, watching the draft, yep. and 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 like literally watching the draft and doing it. I mean, of course, we'd all have <laughs> we'd all have to take off work the next day because it'd be so we, exhausting. We would have to have the next day off work. Yeah, but uh, I know that's a long way down the road, but I think it'd be cool. So, well, that show went a lot faster than what I thought. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Do we have a game to play today? I have, was not adequately prepared for one. <laughs> we don't have to play one. Well, I mean, it is. Uh, so I could pull up a game, but I would hate to pull something up on the fly and it not work. So in honor of you not being here on next week's show, I'll play a game in your honor. Thank you. What game do you like the best? Mm, I like the ring game. Okay. Put a ring on it for next show in honor of the mountain man. Big country. What sport you want? It's got to be college football, right? has to be because college football kicks off next weekend. It's week zero. Which I think is stupid. Why well, call it week zero? Yeah, I don't know. Zero is not really a number. I mean, it is kind of a number. <laughs> Only one that follows ten or one. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to wrap the show up like that because that sounds like we're all tired. So Sounds like you're tired. Um, the melatonin is kicking in. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I'll be interested to uh, to get Wes's picks and see how far it off, uh, off this is. When it all comes down to it, there's probably only five possible playable points on the entire sheet, to be honest with you. <laughs> and that's including the college football. Right, yeah. right. It's not that far off at all. So... All right, guys, another great show, and um, we look forward to seeing you next week. I don't think we've even really discovered what topic that's going to be, but maybe we'll do our conspiracy theory show next week. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a surprise. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, friends.